Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Kip Harridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast, where we tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And what a day it was today. Going to cover, going to jump around a few bases today. Going to be a little bit different podcast for us, so bear with me here. Got to get some things off my chest today, and this is the best place to do it. I'll hit the heavy bag later, and then, of course, get the crack pipe uh, pipe out later tonight to wrap up today, uh, because that's what this market will do to you. But it was a great day today. Dow Jones up 600 points. Uh, That was uh, 2.5%, folks. NASDAQ up 208 points. That's almost 3%. Uh, Russell 2000 and S&P 500 both up about 2.4%. A hell of a day all around. And why did it happen? It happened because it never, we never should have dropped in the first place. Uh, the, the market, of course, went up today because Jay Powell came out and said, oh, you know all those comments I made on October the 2nd about us being way away from neutral and that we have to have a lot more rate hikes than I even I've implied in the past? All that stuff I said on October the 2nd, forget about that. Um, I'm not sure who said that. That was a different Jay Powell maybe. Uh, but I watched his speech today, and uh, I'm not very impressed. i got to tell you, I'm not impressed with this man. I believe Trump is right. I think he picked the wrong guy to lead the Fed. There is no way that we should have had eight straight rate hikes and then had this guy go on, do an interview. I'm talking about Jay Powell, telling people, we're just getting started, folks. Our party is just beginning. This train is just leaving the station. Before it's over, we're going to make the, the 17 straight rate hikes from 2004 to 2006. We're going to make that look like a cakewalk. I mean, that's the impression the guy gave. And what happened? We had a 10% plus correction in U.S. equity markets. We have 38% of all stocks trading above the 200-day moving average. Complete devastation has taken place in so many equities. Uh, the good companies that never, ever should have been beaten up this badly. Look, corrections happen. Stocks go up and stocks go down. But this smells like pure manipulation of the worst kind from a guy at the Federal Reserve that's never had a real job. None of them have. They're business people that, frankly, Jethro with an abacus would do a better job than the Federal Reserve has done. 1913 was the year this all started, folks. 1913 was the worst year in U.S. history. And when our country fails, just like the Roman Empire, it will happen at some point. Historians will look back at 1913 under Woodrow Wilson and say that was the beginning of the end. Um, 1913, Federal Reserve created. 1913, the uh, uh, 16th Amendment uh, to the uh, Constitution was ratified, which, of course, gave us the IRS, personal income taxes. And uh, also, the 17th Amendment was passed, ratified in, in, uh, in 1913, which removed the powers from the states transferred them to Washington by mandating the popular election of senators. Woodrow Wilson was a president, the worst president in the history of the United States. And when this great country fails, it'll probably be because the Federal Reserve blows everything up with their sister central banks all over the world. If you think I'm being hyperbolic, folks, today in his speech, okay, in Jay Powell's speech today, He admitted that the Federal Reserve instigated or initiated the 1929 stock market crash. Uh, If if you recorded it, if you have access to it, it was a small segment, but he laid it out exactly what happened. 
He said that the, the Fed began warning bankers that they were taking too many chances in the stock market, a.k.a. making too much money, a.k.a. becoming too powerful for the federal banks to control, and that they better watch what they're doing because we will be protecting the banking system. That's exactly what Jay Powell said, and the crash happened uh, six months after those warnings began. Uh, I know these facts, okay? Uh, I've read the great book, uh, uh, Creature from Jekyll Island. I know G. Edward Griffin personally. I've had him speak at at least 15 of my events over the years. And, uh, and, and so I know the history of the Federal Reserve. Uh, I know that they caused the 1929 crash. I know that their 17 straight rate hikes caused our, what was really a depression in the United States that we're still digging out from, from 2007, 2008. Everybody likes to blame it on, uh, you know, us uh, or bankers for, uh, uh, you know, uh, making loans they shouldn't make, whatever, okay? But it was the Fed's 17 straight rate hikes from 2004 to 2006 that did us in. That's under Bernanke and Greenspan. And, of course, our good old buddy, George W. Bush, who also allowed 9-11 to happen, where the Patriot Act was written just in advance of, of the, of the 9-11 attacks. And uh, so uh, that, he's a close second for worst president ever, but the title goes to Woodrow Wilson for what happened in 1913. We're still paying the price for it today with outrageous income taxes. A Federal Reserve that can apparently say and do whatever they want, cause a short-term correction in stock prices, cause stocks to be completely battered and blown up, and good people like you and me to lose money, even if we didn't sell. A lot of our positions are down 30, 40, 50 percent. So days like today, yeah, it's nice. But take a look at the charts, folks, because right now at the close today, only the Dow Jones uh, is above its 200-day moving average. NASDAQ, S&P 500, Russ 2000, all below the 200-day. And frankly, the Russ 2000 and NASDAQ, those charts, I mean, they've just been destroyed. It's going to take a lot of work to regain uh, a, a bullish trend, which of course is above the 200-day the if you're a trend follower like we are here. Um, and by the way, uh, even with these great gains today, the internals were mixed. Incredible that, that I'm saying that, but, but check this out. Advanced decline, fantastic, four to one. We'll take that. Up-down volume, amazing, seven to one. Uh, Up-down volume. But new 52-week highs to lows were still negative by over 400 issues. Uh, only 130 stocks hit new 52-week highs to 579 hitting new 52-week lows. That should not happen on a day like this. That tells us that this is not over with yet, uh, although I do expect we're going to have one hell of a rally in the year end. Um, I'm not ready to yet say that we're completely out of the woods, but we did call uh, the lows on October the 29th. Of course, we're sticking by that call now, and... Um, if you've been following us, you know, we said uh, on Friday and Monday that we are reaching extreme oversold levels, both on stochastics, momentum oscillators, and, uh, of course, the investor sentiment, which was at extreme fear. So what was Jim Cramer thinking? Mad Money host, uh, a CNBC uh, 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 infamous guy. What was this guy thinking when he came out and said, we're in a bear market, this market stinks, rallies should be sold? He said that. Uh, over the weekend, and then Monday came out strong with it, saying we're in a bear market. Jim has only missed 
Let's see. Let me just quick math. Was a thousand point rally in the Dow Jones? And unfortunately, a lot of people listen to this guy. He's really nothing more than a carnival barker, and he can't beat the markets. He never he beat the markets a few years with his hedge fund, uh, Kramer Berkowitz, which is how he made his name. But he blocked me on Twitter for asking him about his very subpar performance, where he he simply doesn't beat the markets ever, folks. If you are if you claim to be really good at what you do and you can't beat the averages, guess what? You're not really good at what you do. I will give him kudos, though. The guy is a walking encyclopedia of stock market knowledge. No one can take that away from him. But uh, when you come out and say it's the bear market, sell any rallies, when stochastics are at extreme oversold levels, when investors have already sold their positions and their extreme fear, we saw that in all of the investor sentiment surveys, that is irresponsible. That's irresponsible on his part. I believe he knows that. He's tried to walk it back. Too late, my friend. We caught you red-handed. Uh, folks, uh, listen, we're going to we, – I've got a lot more I could cover, but we're going to try to keep this short. I'll just say this in closing. Um, the VRA system never went bearish. VRA system never went below 7 out of 12 screens being bullish. Today, we're at 8 out of 12 being bullish. Very quickly, that could jump back to 9 or 10, but we've had a lot of technical damage done here. This is a great time to take a look at your portfolio. It's a great time to, to, to see where you want to be going forward. We see a huge rally in the year end, and, and frankly, the biggest move higher is going to be in some of these worst, uh, most beaten up sectors. But you're going to see, I believe, a, a, a kind of a, a crazy kind of a move higher, you know, in China and emerging markets. These markets are out of whack. They're way too cheap. Should anything come out of positive out of the G20 uh, meeting between Trump and President Xi, then uh, next week will be a melt-up scenario for Chinese stocks, and there's some great values in that market right now. Folks, with that, we're going to wrap today. Again, my name is Kip Herridge. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.